0: In most of my colleagues can say the same they they know how to save a life. they can't save their bank account for their for their own lives yeah. and so reaching out to you know um the red life and 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 your company um was like my first step towards realizing how little I knew, how much help I needed, and how. What, how much I didn't even know that I didn't even know.
1: My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of
2: Living the Red Life. Super excited for today's episode. We are talking all things health and especially women's health. OK, Dr. Sweta Patel is joining me. She is in our legacy program. We've got to know each other over the last six months or so. And I love what she's doing around health, female health. Yeah, and I came from a health background. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to, you to be here.
0: Thank you for having me, Rudy.
2: Good. So let's dive in. I learned very early on through my sports science and my nutrition, a degree wasn't good enough. A degree gave you some of the foundations, the skills, the technical parts, right? But then if you want to go and make an impact, you're in control of that. And they don't teach that during education, right? Typical education. And I feel you're kind of the same where you're taking a non-conventional route. So for people that don't know who you are, um, maybe just give a one-minute overview of what you do, how you got here how you took the red pill, right, and why you're here today.
0: Sure. So as you mentioned before, I am a physician and I actually also spent time in the military. And through both my medical experience and military experience, one thing I realized was we never got sufficient training where the art of business is involved. And so you have all these very bright People graduating medical school and then going through the military, and learning all these, you know, leadership skills and code of conduct and honor. But when it comes down to it, we're only prepared to be employees for the rest of our lives. And I, you know, I did not want that for myself. That was my red pill moment. I wanted to be my own boss and I wanted to have freedom of finance, freedom of time. And I also wanted to have freedom in the way I practiced. I have a very unique approach when it comes to working with women. I don't like to go by it like I'm a doctor. I like Mm -hmm. them to feel like I'm their girlfriend. And that's not conventional. And it's not really accepted when you're in the corporate world and you're somebody's employee. So wanting to create my own structure, my own practice, go off on my own, sounded great. And then I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) So, and in most of my colleagues can say the same. They know how to save a life. They can't save their bank account for their own lives. Yeah. And so reaching out to, you know, the red life and your company was like my first step towards realizing how little I knew, how much help I needed and how, what, how much I didn't even know that I didn't even know. So. That's kind of, then, I was able to take my company, which is Gaia Wellness. It is a virtual women's health care company. We provide women's health services that are comprehensive and they're all virtual and they're on demand. And through this, I'm able to give women the kind of care that I like to give them, I think is on a different level than what you would just get from seeing a routine over no. UIN. And they can have access to this care from wherever they are and at whatever time they need it. And it's a concept that's very novel. There isn't any other company that does this in the country, that, that being exclusively virtual health for women. And by doing so, I the vision is that Dial Wellness will actually help women become healthier because they finally have access and they don't have to worry about Time. They don't have to worry about taking time off of work or putting kids in daycare or getting an appointment. It's at their fingertips. You know, they can be on Facebook or they can be doing their health visit. Like it's that easy. And starting that company, I thought it was going to be just as simple as creating an LC and then, you know, letting some of my old patients know and posting about it on Facebook a couple of times. And, you know, it was a very humbling moment when I realized, like, okay, this is by no, by by no means going to sustain financial freedom. So that's when I joined with you and realized how much of any product, any service has to do with how you position it in media. And you can take a perfectly great product, which I believe Gaia Wellness is. It's a perfectly great service. It's cutting edge. It's the trailblazer. And no one knows about it because (laughs) I was trying to do it all on my own.
2: So I mean, we say a lot like best known beats best, right? Yes, exactly. That reality, you know, I came as an expert, a scientist, and I was generally more educated and prescribing better, well, not prescribing, but giving out better instructions or nutrition plans, training plans than the big influencers with millions of followers. But I realized they were way more known, better marketers. So then I kind of you know for a while i was upset by it and then eventually did something about it and so, if they can do it i can do it and then figured it out and you know we in my fitness business helped a hundred thousand people came for our programs and courses so for any you know one in the healthcare that's a lot of people that you can oh, yeah. help right and channel everything that you've spent 10 15 years maybe learning the college you know the time in college the time studying the time applying it in a practice and I'm super excited to, you know, you're obviously just at the start of that online journey with us, but I'm super excited to help you continue through that online journey and make that Absolutely. impact. And let's talk about the healthcare side for a little before we talk about the marketing, the branding, the social side, sure. because I do think the whole healthcare needs a change, right? And it's very, there's a lot of politics that go into it and all those sort of things, but. Um, I don't know.
0: Our entire healthcare industry is perfect. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs>
0: there's something <laughs> wrong here. with
2: it. That's if you may be taking the blue pill. <laughs> yeah.
0: The red uh, pill. I know right? I'm sure there are people that are taking the blue pill in the industry, but not the same blue pill that you're talking about.
2: You know, it's so important. But then also what I've seen of healthcare is it's like problem. And then it's like, let me just prescribe you this. And it's just an in and out sort of machine, right? It's not actual healthcare where it's like, well, why, why was this cause? Cool? What do we need to do to change this? What do we need to do to stop this? It's like right. I hit band-aid to alleviate the symptoms for a bit.
0: Right. I think that the biggest commodity that is lacking in our current healthcare industry is time. Yeah. And they are not really focused on creating more time between the patient and the doctor. And without time, we can't give them all the information they need, all the tools they need. And unfortunately, you know, that has somehow led to almost an animosity between the patient and the doctor relationship where Doctors are not viewed as the heroes they used to be. They're viewed as people who are just like giving me a prescription, didn't even listen to me. And I swear to God, nobody went to med school being like, I hope I can become an asshole who doesn't listen to my patients. And then, you know, has one foot out the door. I can't wait to live that life. We all started out with big goals and big vision and wanting to help everyone. And then you enter that, you know, corporate churn and all of a sudden it's all about how many people you can see in a limited amount of time, and how quickly can you document how much you can make it look like you did work and has nothing to do with the actual art of medicine. The reason why I created Dial was because it allows me to have more time with each patient, which means I can actually talk to them about their whole health. I am able to actually look into their lifestyle and see what might be creating the repetitive problem that they're having, because there's something that they're doing on a daily that they don't even realize, as opposed to here's a prescription and, you know, leave a five-star review. I mean, most
2: doctors never, and it's not always their fault, like you said, but they don't physically, even if they wanted to, it's impossible to get to the cure most of the time, right? Because it's just address. hey, how quickly can we address the symptoms because we have another patient in 20 minutes, right? Right. So even 20, if they,
0: 20. That's luxury right there. You know, okay. We're talking five, every five to 10 minutes. And that's like, right. it's bad. Exactly. It's really bad. It's, um, really, it's
2: literally a machine, right? It's like a sub- McDonald's, like, you know, just a exactly. belt machine.
0: So at my highest point, and this is not even, this is not even crazy. At my highest point in the brick and mortar practice, when I was still an employee, I was seeing 45 patients a day. Crazy. Wow. And like I said, that wasn't even the highest. There were people in my company yeah. that were seeing 75. So we
2: actually give our coaching team longer with each client just to <laughs> on social media. Exactly. than the doctors get to give, yeah. you know, try and fix someone's health, right?
0: Right. Exactly. And you just can't, you can't deliver quality that way. You, you can barely deliver a sentence that way. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. And I mean that, you know, in the UK where I'm from, obviously healthcare say, different. government funded, but most people, it's the same thing, right? It's government funded. So it's all KPIs, spreadsheets, you know, systematized, right? Because there's certain budgets, allocations, blah, 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 blah. And you kind of learn, even I learned in my teenage years. Uh, and then when I became a personal trainer, I had a lot of wealthy clients and pretty much everyone was that was wealthy had private health care, right? Because it's a similar problem, that it was, you know, the, it, it's great that it's free, but it's obviously not able to address it at the level that it needs to. And I think in America, it's taking the same path, like all my wealthy friends, all my friends that care about their health, they they have all of, you know, this Rolodex of health gurus that support them in different ways, right? Like sure, the sure. thing I did, you know, I just recently broke my arm and sprained my ankle playing basketball you know, I was like, well, I go to the hospital, they're going to just x-ray and cast it. So I'm, you know, spending thousands and thousands of dollars, maybe up to 10 grand with stem cells to do private stuff, right? Physical therapy three times a week and you know, different prescriptions from different medical gurus I know.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests. And I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money And let's dive back in.
2: Fortunate if you don't have a financial position to do that. If right. you're like everyone else that maybe isn't most of the world or most of America, what is their best chance and um, best way to have at least the best possible health solution?
0: First of all, the issue is that not even everybody has healthcare that which well, is the watered down solution that you just referred yeah. to. Like, you know, being in a financial position to be able to use themselves and to be able to get like privatized physical therapy. That's a whole nother level, and it makes sense because you're living the red lunch, I get it. But the average person would have to go to the ER, and even then, they would think twice because the average person may not even have health insurance to go yeah, to the or ER.
2: Or even if they did, there might be in excess, right? Hey, exactly. Five grand. That's the craziest thing I've learned, even with the healthcare here, is like most things that aren't like obviously life-threatening, there's a five, ten grand excess or whatever, which puts most people off. The and system. you're still paying not
0: anywhere from 100 to 500 a month for the actual yes. keeping of that plan. So, yeah, there's a lot of problems with this current system. I think that the best way to not have to kind of go through the system would be to have a preventative approach to your yep. health. As opposed to the current band-aid solution approach, which is you see a leak somewhere, you put duct tape on it instead of actually figuring out where the, you know, the water is coming from. And the point of that approach, that root cause approach is that it actually addresses the problem once and for all, as opposed to just addressing the symptom. And I think that kind of directly goes against what corporate medicine is about, right? Because you want to keep the customer coming back. And how do you keep the customer coming back? Yep, They're not fully fixed. Yeah,
2: if they have um, never cured and it's just the maintenance, they have to keep buying Band-Aids or lip tape, right?
0: Right, exactly. Life, you know? So, and I think that the other problem is how expensive their overhead is, which again, in a virtual setting, your overhead, you can be so much more leaner and you can outsource work. You can have employees remotely. You don't have to pay crazy amount of rent to sustain a practice. And it just allows for a bigger reach with a more stronger impact. You can give patients data immediately while you're in a virtual setting. Like I can give them all these links and all this reports of what we just discussed without having to manually type it up and they can come back to it, refer to it. And they do that all without even having to necessarily put on their shoes or get out of bed. And I think that because the operations are so lean, we can focus on giving more time and we yep. can focus on making it more affordable so that even a single visit, you know, it's out of pocket costs is affordable considering what it would cost otherwise in the yep. in person setting.
2: One is that, you know, like many businesses, right? It's the, it's if you go online, you change the economics a lot, right? And then you also, Add that speed element. You know, I know with you, it's like if someone needs to get in, they probably can book in a Zoom consultation with you quicker than they could go to a, one of the yep. doctors locally and get 15 minutes and get a prescription to go yeah. to Walgreens with. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's, we often.
0: We often quip that it's like by the time you actually get through on the phone to your doctor's office and are able to book an appointment, you'll be done with your visit with me. And that's with a full 20 minutes of conversation where you might actually feel like I'm, you know, getting too nosy into your lifestyle and you're wondering when you can get off. So I think that just like what you were mentioning, industry is changing when it comes to like how virtual changes game. What about like the, you know, flight industry or when we purchasing tickets back in the day, there used to be an actual person involved in that. And, you know, you had to rely on the fact that they were giving you the best deal. You got there the best, you know, like tourist agent or travel yeah, agent yeah. if they gave you like an extra, I don't know, perk. And I can't even imagine having to wait for a travel agent to give me my booking plans now. It seems unfathomable and irritating actually. And not only can we do our own travel arrangements, we can bid for the best quality and the best price because yep. it's done digitally. And I think that medicine, it's the same. It's like we are, we're not a government owned entity, yet we're also not truly giving the consumer the benefits of a capital, you know, so, entity. Yeah. And no one's competing because health insurance companies are involved. No one's competing to give the patient a better price or a better experience anymore. And that is different with Gaia wellness. I hope that this business model will actually infiltrate to other specialties. But for the time being, I am you know just grateful that it's been going well I mean, with regards to women's health. I think they're a very large consumer in terms of the country. They're the primary decision makers usually when it comes to health. Yep. and you know being able to get women to live a healthier lifestyle and take a more preventative approach i think will be very demonstrative to their family members as well so
2: good so let's talk about the business side for the for the rest of this so what if you know you you kind of teased into it when you gave your intro and spoke about this whole new world, right? This whole new world of like, hey, is it, actually pretty complicated to build this big online brand and business. And there's a lot that goes into it. And hopefully, you know, me and the team are able to start breaking some of that down. So one are the biggest things, if someone's listening, they're, a, they're an expert, maybe they're a health expert, maybe they're an expert in something else, right? We've helped hundreds, thousands of experts in different niches. What are some of the things you've learned early on already working with us that you're starting to apply to start, you know, improving your reach and your ability to market and help the masses?
0: Sure. I think that something that goes underestimated in the medicine world is how important data is in a business. And we don't track things like, you know, when did the patient stop coming back? Or how likely they were to come back. We don't track any of that. We just hmm. take for granted that there will be patients and we don't, yeah. you know, we don't even know which visits we're getting most of or if a different kind of service would maybe cause a improvement in that our patient. Yeah. Nobody yeah. thinks about that. You're thinking about just how many visits you're getting in the day and whether your notes are finished at the end of the, at the end of the day. So when I started working with you guys, I literally started with the mindset of like, well, I have a telemedicine platform and all I need to do is, you know, get my old patients to join and they'll spread the word from word of mouth. And then it'll eventually happen. Just like my in-person practice grew. It took three years. I got to about 1500 patients and you know, this micro community that I live in thought that I was awesome and I loved being their doctor. And it's like, wow, that's the impact I'm having on a lifetime. I'm going to be impacting 1500 women. And they're most likely not going to be taking that impact elsewhere and sharing it with their own spheres of influence. So it's going to stay there. There's no legacy there. And with you guys, I learned that there is so much importance in tracking data. And it's so important to set it up so that your business can track data and then pivot when you see what this data shows because you can be pouring money into your practice marketing and it's like a fire hydrant and it's blowing in places that are not effective at all and you don't know because you're not reviewing the data you're not reviewing what's working and
2: okay. the data too is because I came from a health background too right it's like blood work it's exactly the same where it's like hey I've been you know a doctor for 10 years so I can kind of tell maybe what I think it is, right, just based on the symptoms, what they're telling me, you know, their lifestyle, right? I'm like, well, it could be this, right? But the blood work, you know, generally comes back and it's not always 100%, but it gets you pretty close and way more accurate. And that's kind of how marketing is. It's like the experience from coaches, consultants, experts, maybe an in-house marketer will say, I think it's this, I think this is the best way, I think this is a great way and. Just like anything in life, someone with 30 years experience that's helped thousands of people is probably going to have much higher chances of success than someone that's three years in that's newer, right? Just like now than five years ago. But then the data, or even, no matter where you are on your marketing skills, the data is going to be there like the blood work to help guide you, right? Hey, we right. tried this for the cholesterol hasn't changed, right? Well, so now maybe try this. Oh, there's an improvement. Okay. Well, that means this probably was caused by this. So let's keep doing that and work on all these other things that are also interlinked with that. And that's, I think, because of my sports science background and my scientific background, I became so obsessed with it way more than most people. And then obviously we kind of push that on the clients because it's their only guiding light, really, right? Everyone right. can have opinions, everyone can have. You know, like, I think this is a good idea. I think that's a great thought. I think this is a good landing page. But the stats, the data never lies.
0: Right, right. I remember one of the coaches on your team, there was a pretty defined moment where I was telling them, like, I am just, you know, frustrated with how my business has been going. And they looked at, like, just my initial offering and they're like, yeah. you need to change this. And I'm like, no, that's the whole premise of my company. Like, that's what I want to do for people. And he's like, well... You won't be able to do much if your company doesn't survive. So, yes, yes. and I'm like, you know what? I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a doctor. I've been running a company like a doctor. And yep. that that change in mindset is not a small one. It needs guidance. So, and exactly. that's where you guys come in well, to look at. Was, and that
2: was one of my defining moments too is when I went from scientist to entrepreneur. Right. And then if I was still a scientist right now, I'd probably work in, you know, maybe being in college or private supplement company or something like that. Right. And you'd earn a hundred grand a year or whatever, if you're lucky and you do studies, but you're not, you know, it's just, it's not like crazy impact versus what I've already achieved in health. And then I kind of left that industry where, you know, I took all my knowledge and shared it with a hundred thousand people, right? Very few people right. it can impact that many people. And it's realizing that, you know, you know, I often say money, money talks, right? Money makes the world go around and money isn't a bad thing. It gives you the ability, right? In business, just like you said, to now amplify what you do. And as long as, and it's just like anything in life, money can be good and bad. And that amplification can be good, right? Mm-hmm. If you're selling something bad or a bad product or a, a poor quality product, then yes, that can be bad, but that's like anything in life. If you, what you're doing right is helping women, well, then making tens of millions of dollars is going to help you make you know, way more of an impact. Right.
0: It's going to go so, back into the company and then yeah. have, go back into amplifying the steel yeah. which I can reach it And I think that's where
2: people also get confused that don't understand business. They go, oh, you make $10 million, you're just going to have a big yacht and a big mansion. It's like, that's not how most companies work. If you make $10 million, Maybe the owner will make a million dollars and pull it out, but nine million of it, right? And often less than that still. Most of it went right back into the company to keep growing it and taking it to that. Well, right. It's not like they're just sat on $10 million under <laughs> their head. Right. It's like it's, it's right. To grow and help people, you know?
0: Right. Absolutely. I can't emphasize that enough. Yep.
2: Good, good. So, so any final, you know, parts you want to share, experiences, lessons you've learned so far mm-hmm. for the audience? before we wrap up or any message around health you want to leave people with and let them know where they can find you as well.
0: Absolutely. So just kind of reiterate the services that Guy Wellness offers. It is virtual medicine for women. And we actually offer weight loss programs as well as behavioral health services, hormone balancing, fertility services. And this is all done virtually and you do not need insurance to be able to use this service. And we're going to be expanding. Currently, we're in Florida and North Carolina, but we're going to be expanding to all countrywide. And so hopefully our reach will be, you know, that much more. And if you're on the fence about using a marketing firm to help you transition from being a, you know, surviving company to becoming a thriving company, I think you should take the red pill.
2: I appreciate it. Cool. Well, you guys, you know, check this out because... I love revolutionizing industries, especially health industries. And I'm excited for what you're doing because I think it's part of that, right? It's part of that industry change and change takes, you know, in big industries, it takes decades and decades. But I think, you know, you're pioneering that with obviously other health gurus out there that are trying to help people access real, true health and health at its core. Like you said, it's prevention. It's not trying to band-aid stuff. I'm a big believer in that. So. If you're listening to this and you want to optimize your health, right? Go check the show notes, right? Links will be in there. And yeah, if you, you
0: want can go to org, G A Y A Wellness.org, or reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram.
2: Great. And guys, until next time, keep living the red life and working on that health, working on that wealth, and all parts that make life successful. Appreciate you being on. Take care, everyone. Thank you.